Warning, this episode contains mature language, adult situations, supernatural events, a short medium, a luger, nudity, and spooky things. Listener discretion is advised. of the Spark and Monger Review. I'm your host, Zahn. How you doing today? Pretty good, I'm hoping. I'm in a pretty good mood today because I read a pretty creepy manga and, well, just events are going pretty good. Job's going good. Life's going good. Got a couple of cool things. You know, everything's going all right with the world. I'm happy. Things are going all right. So, either way, before I get a hand, thank you for still listening to this podcast. I really enjoy doing it. And let's get on with it. For those of you who are returning, Welcome. And for those of you here for the first time, hi, my name is Zahn, and this is the Spyrokin Manga Review. Now, Spyrokin is a site that provides information and reviews about manga. Pretty much what happens is every episode I'll review one or two manga, depending on the situation or if I'm bored. And what happens is, I'll tell you everything about the manga. Who wrote it, how long it's been published, how many chapters are in it, how many volumes, how the artwork is. And I tell you this so that way you can make your own educated guess if you want to read this manga or not. So you don't have to go to a bookstore and say, hey, what manga should I read today? I'll pick this one with the shiny cover, and when you pick it up, the book sucks. I prepare you to make the choices to read the perfect manga for you. I mean, you don't have to agree with anything I say, but at least you get to hear something. And you get some data on a manga as opposed to saying, I wonder if this manga is good. You don't have to agree with anything I say, you can tell me to go fuck myself, I don't care. But, I hope I can help you a little bit. Either way... You can check me out at spirekin.podbean.com, or if you have any comments, concerns, or statements, you can contact me at spirekin at gmail.com. There's also the voicemail, 206-426-6665. That, again, is 206-426-MONK, the monk line. All this stuff you can find on the show notes, so don't worry about if you can't remember it. Either way, so what else is new with Zod? Well, besides a shitload of Xbox and working and... You know, a little bit of the sniffles again. I know during this time of year and during the spring, I get all sniffly, and I apologize about that. Well, besides that, nothing much, really. I'm getting a new phone soon. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, my phone is finally going to be replaced after two years. It kind of sucks. But what am I talking about? This is a manga podcast. This isn't a tech podcast, so we should be getting on with the manga for this episode. And I know it's kind of going a little fast, but say la vie, that's life. So, if you remember from the last episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I spun the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated to me that I were reviewing a very disturbing manga, a unique manga, by Hosui Yamazaki. And what manga is that? I'm going to be reviewing Mail. Mail, which is currently being published by Dark Horse Manga, or DHM. And there's, it's pretty unique. Originally published by 
Kodakawa Shoten in 2004, and now Dark Horse is releasing in 2006. There's about three volumes, there might be more, I'm not entirely sure, that's all I've been able to find right now, and it's been like two years. And like I said, it was written and designed by Hosui Yamazaki, and he's primarily an artist. He does a lot of unique series, you know, like what was it, he does Kurosaki Corpse Delivery Service, I believe he worked on MPD Psycho, I might be wrong, but I can check on that. So, he also worked on a couple of other interesting manga. Either way, don't want to say interesting too much because that gets annoying, I know. And so, first off, what is this manga about? Well, I'm going to get into that, but first I want to describe this cover. It's actually pretty cool. They use a harder print paper. Oh, for those of you who don't know, I used to work at a print shop a long time ago. It was an internship. It was a lot of fun, and I'm able to appreciate a lot of the different types of papers and corrugated and whatnot. You're probably going to get completely like, what the hell is he talking about? Don't worry about it. I'll get off the topic in a minute. I just want to appreciate this. Because unlike with a lot of the other mangas where it's a light paper, the covers actually feels it feels like cardboard. I think it is cardboard, actually. But so you have that cardboard cover, and then the print on it, which I really thought was cool, is that the print is actually in a very old-school computer setting. Like, remember the old computers from the 80s and 70s? how they had that very crappy font which was just like you could actually see the pixels well that's how the art and the text are for the majority of this cover and also it only has two colors on it, it has the primary black and then certain points it has a different color on the first volume it is a goldish bronze and then the second one it's a teal blue I know some people are like teal what's that well it's a brown and a, and a blue. That's the cover. It looks very retro, but it's pretty cool because the first cover has him, the main character, with a badass pistol. Well, it's a Luger, and we'll get into that in a bit. And then the back just gives you some jacket copy about what the series is about. And the first one, the second one, just kind of random gibberish. So let's get on with the manga and what it's about. So, first off, it has... The title page, which says, Mail, story and art by Hosui Yamazaki. Original cover design by Bunpei Yorifuji. That's who created this unique and very retro design. So that's pretty cool. And it has a translator, inking, so on and so forth. Now, before we get into the story, one thing I do like that Dark Horse has been doing lately is, as opposed to having those little notes where you see everywhere, which it says, okay, in the little corners it says, this means this, or San means this, or this is referring to this. In the back of the manga, it actually has every single panel written out. It has a number, a sequential of what it is, like on page 5, panel 2. It says what the sound effects are. It doesn't even translate, but it says sound effect, what it means. Or it says, this is referring to blah. So it's pretty cool. It has a nice little reference guide, which I think is a nice investment for a manga like this. Dark Horse always does a good job because they're messed up and insane, but anyway, so, oh, I forgot, the genre for male is mature horror detective story. It's a horror series. And when we open up, I don't assume that because the first scene you see is you see a girl nude. Well, you see one boob. And what happens is that she is at a photo shoot. They're, you know, she's getting shot because they're doing something. They don't really explain it, but she's kind of kneeling in this water with her boob showing and it's actually kind of sensual in a weird sort of way and what happens is as they're looking there they find these you know the protagonist uh, photographer who doesn't even deserve a name because she's in it for one chapter maybe 
she's there and she's like hey I see all this weird stuff this trash in the water I think we gotta move this job and they find these bones like what the hell is bones here what type of animal leaves bones here so they're kinda worried about it and so they decide to make a phone call to this guy and this guy you see him with a outfitted Luger which looks like a mixture of a Luger and a revolver it's kinda cool and He's just talking on the phone like, yep, that's right, okay, um, so what are you seeing? You're seeing something weird, huh? Um, you're seeing ghosts? Okay, I can take care of this, I think. And he's got this blue ground, he's writing things on the bullets. And it's like, okay, um, I'll take care of your problem for you. And this is when it gets interesting, because what happens is that, according to the photo shoot, whenever they take pictures of the girl, they see this headless body in the background of a little girl. And this leads to a mystery where you meet the main character, whose name is Reiji Akiba. He is a spirit medium. He's a private investigator who has the ability to see spirits. Yes, he sees dead people, like the little kid from Sixth Sense. And what happens is that he's been hired to find out what is with the little girl and what the hell is going on. And as they're driving around talking about what's going on and how he's a spiritualist and all this and that, they find out that all these dead bodies, there have been a bunch of headless bodies appearing all over the place, but the, the heads have been missing. So, they go searching for it, and they, what they uncover is something truly disturbing, that there is a, this abandoned house, which is empty and dust-covered, and filled with wine bottles. You don't know why, but they're wine bottles. And then, in typical horror fashion, it's the detective, the photographer, and her idiot friend. And her idiot friend ended up getting possessed, and they beat the hell out of him to save him. And then, what happens is you find out the original owner of the house, well, he used to make wine out of little girls' heads. He'd, he'd soak the wine in their heads, and it's pretty gross and disturbing. And turns out the guy is, all the heads want to be saved, and the original owner of the murderer is still in the house trying to, you know, possess everybody. And I know I'm babbling and ranting, but it will make sense, trust me. So what happens is that once the evil, evil, evil man appears, what does Akiba do? He pulls out his revolver and says this little rhyme, which is essentially, Dead soul risen, more corp than flesh. With my gun I admonish you. I see you and I sight you from heaven to earth to hell. And he uses this pistol and shoots the ghost. And the ghost gets sucked up into the bullet. Now at this point you're like, wait, 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 what? What the hell did he just say? Okay, so pretty much the premise of the series is that he is a ghost investigator. And what happens is when he sees a ghost, he pulls out this Luger, says a rhyme. Each one is different depending on the case or situation. And what he does is he will shoot them and it gets sucked into a little bullet. I know. Immediately you're thinking, wait, this sounds vaguely like Ghostbusters. I know. They actually made a live-action movie based on mail, and people said it was like a rip-off of Ghostbusters. But it's not. It's pretty cool. So, he has saved the day, and... So, Akiba saved the day. They had a funeral for all the headless girls, and... Well... That was it. And that was the end of, well, the first 30 pages. You're like, what? That sounds like a whole episode. Yeah. Pretty much this is another one of those short story series. The anthologies, which is all 
all these weird occurrences and the main character Akiba has to deal with them this way or that way. And he's not even the main character. The main character for each story really is the victim of the situation. I mean, you find out something about Akiba in the first volume at the end, like one little chapter about him. And you find another little chapter later on in the second volume, and then the third volume goes a little bit further into it. You don't really know much about him. All you know is he's a spirit medium, and he can see ghosts, and that's it. In the first volume, really, besides that first very graphic story, the second one, which is my personal favorite story, is a very, just, a shocking, scary story about, well, a little girl who got killed and they're trying to resurrect her soul or, or get rid of her soul because she's haunting an apartment. The one after that's about a twin sister who passed away and then after that you have another story about well it's about a kid stuck in the car who got killed and his body is still inside of this car and this woman's driving home and she hears a noise in the back and then there's one about photo uh, imagery that there's you know those old type of Bloody Mary stories where if you see this image in your photo, you're gonna die in a day. It's pretty creepy and cool at the same time. I'm really not doing this much just. I know I haven't been late, but this is a very, very interesting story. And more importantly, if I told you anything, I would spoil it because they're little short stories. They're really short. I mean, I could tell you the whole thing in two minutes, maybe, each story. Um, and now you're probably wondering also, why is it called male if it's about a spirit detective? Should it be called Spirit Detective Akiba or Bullet Guy or I'm going to shoot you in the face with a Luger? Well, because that's how they contact him or he contacts you via letters, mail, phone calls. Like the first mission or case was via phone call. The second one was it was via a journal. It'd be actually letters, so hence the mail. Another one was voicemail. One was text messages. So that's why it's called mail. Now, artwork for the series is very good. Hansui Yamazaki is a very good <coughs> artist. He's very... It's not cartoony at all. It's very realistic. It is a little disturbing at times. I'm not going to lie. Because there are some sequences which are just truly just unnerving. Like the second story, the one I like, where it's about a little girl who, well, who's who got killed and she's possessing this apartment. When you first see the little girl for the first time, it is a very disturbing and very just realistic sequence. Because it's very simple and you just see no words. You just see an empty room. Then you see a girl with her head backwards. The next, the next page, you see her turn the head around. It's creepy as anything. And, I mean, I really wonder what this guy's therapist bills are, because that's the only way you can make up stuff this creepy. And it's very well done, and as a writer, he does a good job, I think. Um, the fact I would love to see more of these stories last a little longer, they're not bad they're good and if you want to scare yourself or just have a cool night and just relax and just be like hey this is pretty cool it's worth checking out only complaint I have with it is I feel that they're too short and you don't get enough exposition at times I mean 
after the third volume, because it's only three volumes long, you don't know anything more about the protagonist. I mean, it's kind of cool at times when you don't know anything about the protagonist. He's just like the man with no name. But I would have liked to see a little more about him, about his earlier days, him screwing up, things like that. I do like that they didn't spell everything out. They didn't say, okay, he's this, 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 this. It just kind of, you don't know anything about him, but it slowly unravels a little bit about the situation. Like, one of the spoilers, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, skip ahead 20 seconds, is that he used to be blind, and he got a cornea transplant. And that's why he sees ghosts, because of the new, the new eyes. That I thought was cool, but I would have liked to see more about it, and just some more stuff with it. Besides that, this is spectacular manga. Definitely worth reading if you have a chance, definitely worth checking out. However, it is mature and it is usually wrapped in plastic and it's very difficult to find. The first volume and second volume I had to order off Amazon because you can't find it in most stores because there's not a high demand for it. A lot of the Dark Horse stuff is very difficult to find, so you have to go to the right places to find it, unfortunately. So, for this mail by Hansui Yamazaki, I will have to give you a really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't read this now, your brain will freeze, your eyes will shrink up, and your soul will be forfeit to the great Zomo Gustar. I know, another five. This is a really good story. I definitely recommend it. It's been pretty cool. And definitely worth checking out. Definitely worth enjoying. The, the only thing is, like I said, it's kind of short. It's only three volumes. But, hey, that's how some of the best things in life are. You know, short, sweet, and done. You don't need to know more. Uh, so I know, pretty sweet. So, uh, I know it's a rather short episode, but don't worry about it. I'm going to work hard and make things a little better. No worries. Uh, so, I believe... Well, is there anything else? Well, nothing much. No contest, really, except our usual... Send me a link of your top ten manga so I could do a Wheel of Manga if I haven't reviewed the, the manga yet. Um, like I said, you can email me, spirekin at gmail.com, or xan.spirekin uh, at gmail.com. I am on Xbox Live under Zan space Spirekin, X-A-N, Spirekin. You can check out what I've been playing on spirekin.poppy.com, our website. I'm also on Twitter under Spirekin. Add me. We could talk. Send me a message. I definitely will reply. I'm a huge Twitter fiend. I'm also on Facebook under the group Spirekin Manga Review. Join up. We could do stuff. We could talk. We can rant. Anything. You know, I enjoy listening to you guys and talking to you. If I had a letter, I'd appreciate, you know, reading it, seeing what's up. Anyway, so I believe that's it for this episode of the Spirekin Manga Review. There's only one thing left, I think. Yes, it's the one part we've all been waiting for. What am I speaking about? I'm talking about the one. The only. The friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with skulls around it that has ten slots on it. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga to each of the ten slots, and I'm going to spin the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number lands on, I'm going to be reviewing for the next episode of the Spirekin Manga Review. It makes it a little more random, a little more fun, so you don't have to be like, what's he going to read next? Is he going to rig it? And note, if I rig the Wheel of Manga, something bad happens usually the next time I actually don't rig it, which I don't do. And plus, it's not fun. I like being more random, more sporadic. Anyway, so let me spin the Wheel of Manga. See what I'm reviewing for the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review. Yeah, lame spin, but number six. And what is number six? 
For the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, I'm going to be reviewing... Oh my... Holy shit. I didn't expect this. Ooh, so I'm reading another manga that has been drawn by... Hosui Yamazaki. And what is that? I'm going to be reviewing the Kurosagi Corpse Delivery Service. Another horror manga. Very odd. Well, I kind of did rig this for one way. Not exactly. It's all horror manga for the next two episodes. So, we'll see what happens. It kind of... Well, I, was, I actually was hoping for um, Uzumagi, actually. But, oh well. We'll see what happens next time. So, for the next episode, I'm reviewing Kurosagi Corpse Delivery Service. Another one by this guy. We'll see if it can hold up to the standards that Mail had. We'll see. So, I believe that's it for this episode of the Sparkin Manga Review. Is there anything else? Eh, not really. So, we'll see what happens. So, as usual, thank you for listening. Keep sending me emails, keep talking to me, and keep downloading. And as usual, this is the Sparkin Manga Review. I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville.
Better call. 